jerk You know it's time to get this work The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine No political corrections Always sleep, fuck being awoke We discuss politics and jokes Cry, we lick There's levels to this shit Before you were sucking on your mama's tit Aries Spears don't give a fuck We talk about race a lot, racism Sexism Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders Rollers, clip loaders We got them in the folders The whole world on our shoulders Spears and Steinberg Yeah! Suicide And all of y'all know my style I excel, then prevail Run up and get touched up Suicide, that's it And all of y'all know my style Hello? Hey, what's up, Aries? Who's this? Oh, Steve! No, no, no. I was just trying to help Ike. You tried to help Ike? You tried to help Ike? Ronald Williams. Let her rip! Let her rip! What was it? What they call him? Ron Hook Ronald? Ron Hook, yeah. Ron, Ron Hook Ronald. Ron. I don't know why he keeps trying to beat his point into us. Because he's getting on He's getting on the show. All right. Um, what's up, ANA Arises? Let me get this straight. I'm not a woman abuser by far. Before all this bullshit, I never put my hands on a woman, but it's crazy to me how she did all of that Fuck my coworker in my bed and never had to pay any bell, bills as well. Taking care of, didn't want for anything. I work hard, 90 hours a week, was loyal, never cheated uh, on my wife, never came across my mind, did whatever it took to make her happy. And in return, I get cheated on, put out the house, put on child support and alimony. And I said, I didn't black her eyes because she fucked in my bed. It was the shit after, and somehow I'm in the wrong because I didn't keep turning the other cheek. I did three years, and guess what? She did all that, and I still have to pay her. Wow. I swear it crazy to me how another man know all that and say I'm wrong, but still love the podcast. I know it's okay for women to do men wrong, but like I said, I have a heart and feeling too. And peace to my boy in the UK. Damn. <laughs> Dude. Ronald. Ronald. Oh, Ronald. I understand. But you're not. I don't care how many times you tell your story. I'm not validating beating up a woman. I'm sorry, Ronald. You could tell me every day, seven times a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, twice on Sundays. I'm not validating this, Ronald. Sorry, brother. Ronald, I'll help, I, I can help you validate this. I'll help you validate it. Let me know this. At any time, 
when you were getting ready to put your hands on her, did you feel the threat that she could physically hurt you as well? Of course not. Well, it, then if you can't feel that you were threatened physically, you can't put your hands on her because see, that is, that's an emotional re that that's a physical reaction to an emotional uh, attack that she put on you. She emotionally attacked you and you have to come back emotionally. You can't come back physically because that makes, I'm, I'm not trying to say you're a weak man. I'm just saying that's when a woman weakens a man is when she can get you to do that. That's one. Two, you said something very telling in there that men need to understand and hear this because I understand this feeling of what you said when you said, I did everything to please her. Is that what he said? Please her? Yeah. Obviously. Take care of her, all that. But obviously that wasn't what she needed. I'm not Apparently saying. Apparently what she needed was two black, black eyes. But men, everybody who's doing things, please yourself. I'm going to tell men this. Women are going to take care of themselves. You should take care of yourself. If you do everything that you can and she ain't there for you, if she has to go outside your relationship, then she ain't for you anyway. So then there's no, you got to move on. Because I, I hear this from so many guys that say, I've done everything. I did everything she wanted and it wasn't enough. <laughs> then, then it wasn't enough. And you deserve, and I believe this wholeheartedly, every woman on this earth and every man on this earth has someone that, you can get what you're looking for from. And if that isn't it, then fucking peace out and move on because they're out there. Right. That's it. I remember when Andy and I briefly touched upon this uh, back when Will Smith and Jada were putting their business out there. And one of the things Will said was, no, no one person can make you happy. You can't depend on your happiness from your mate. You have to be happy within yourself. And they can add to that happiness. But in no way, shape, or form should you ever rely on your mate to make you happy. And I often would say to myself, you know, people that talk all this shit, do they really practice what they preach? Or are they just, you know, in love with their own bullshit? Because if that were the case, then why would the Smiths be where they're at? So, you know, word to the wise, stop giving out fucking advice. And Because I never bought into that. I, I believed... Yo, while someone can add to your happiness and they can certainly take away from it, you can't just be happy just with yourself. Part of being in a relationship is to get happiness from someone else, for someone else to make you happy. Yeah, but I think you're missing the point on that is that if you're not happy with yourself, someone in your life isn't going to make you happy with yourself. Do you know how many times I've heard stories where people go, yo, my life was in the shitter and then I met this person and it changed my life. Yeah, because they, they support so, them and help them okay, find their happiness. But, okay, but there are people who, I'm, I'm, I think every case is different. There are some people who are very unhappy, and then they meet that one magical person, and all of a sudden they're happy. So I don't know. For some people, happiness may have to start within. For others, it may be when someone else comes in. But the person who comes in has to help them find their happiness within themselves. You can't. You can't rely on happiness outside of yourself ever because then you're always going to be affected by their mood and what they do. I don't know if it was really Albert Einstein's quote. I saw it on Instagram, but because often I see these quotes that are attributed to certain people that I've seen other people's pictures on these quotes. But the quote was, never attach your happiness to anything or any person. 
attach it to a goal. I guess that's fine, but that's a goal is is once the goal is completed, then where's the happiness? You you have to. Uh, that's to why I said yesterday in the Carlin episode. I think you could present arguments on either side. side that makes sense. But you should be able to. That's why you should be able to have discussions. That's why people don't want discussions and just shut everything down. There is there is a place to have there there is valid points on both sides. You should be able to have discussions. But when when this I said this to you today. I said the most important thing that I think that I've learned in in life is to protect your energy. If you have someone that is constantly bringing your energy down, bringing you in a bad place, you got to get it. You got to protect your energy because if you want to be in a good mood and you have someone that constantly wants to make you in a bad mood, that answers everything. Don't be around that person. That person's going to constantly bring you down. And that person may not be trying to do that. But if that's what if that is what the the, the chemical balance of the two together bring, you got to get away from that person. I, I got to be I, I need to be in a good mood. I need to be in a creative place. I need to be someplace that I can in, in, enjoy life. And I'm not saying, like, I, again, I said, I have to find out within me. That's how I feel about it. But I don't need anybody to come in and suck out my good mood. Uh, they can suck me into a good mood. But I, yes. I guess, but they can't, I can't have someone just ruin and suck my energy out. As in, I don't think there's a picture of man getting his dick sucked and staying in a bad mood while he's getting his dick sucked. He's got that face, that pouty face. I don't even know if that's humanly possible. For you to get your dick sucked. Yeah, in and prison. And still frown. In prison. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hit that motherfucker. You just skeet shot my whole premise. <laughs> Pull! <laughs> um, <clears throat> bottom line, Ronald, stop giving women automatic sunglasses. All right, uh, let me read this one short because it's still in connection to uh, beautiful woman beat down. Uh, when it comes to it, this is from Cochise. When it comes to right hook Ronald, I won't say if he's right or wrong, but I understand. This motherfucker's building a fan base. We are finding out how many women beaters no, but are we coming all, to light. We all understand. I yes. think most men understand. Just don't do it. There you go. Chris Rock. I understand. Just don't do it. Um... I want to read, let me find it, from a woman uh, who announced herself an official bitch badge holder, a brand new woman. Uh, come on, where are you, baby? Um, damn it, damn it, damn it. Uh, I'm Um, this is from Alexa Flowers. Sounds like a porn star. This is from Alexa Flowers, subject, bitch badge holder. Hello from Vegas. I will keep it short. I'm officially a proud bitch badge holder. I started binging the episodes back in November, and I am all caught up. I just wanted to check in and let you guys know you have another female listener out there. Love you guys, Lex. You know, to all the new bitch badge holders, before you get your official bitch badge, it's like you work in the Spears and Steinberg whorehouse. And the one who anoints you the bitch badge is the madam of the house. And you know who that is. You want me to anoint these bitches big daddy? So 
you are a bitch badge holder, but I got to run you through process. And I got to run you through Shamor and Farah. And when they give you the official stamp of approval, you are anointed official bitch badge holder. So I'm done. I'm going to pass you on to our two main bitches, Farah and Shamor. Farah, Shamor, put these bitches through processing and give them their badges. Right away, big daddy. All right. I like that. Um, okay. I, I, like when, I like when we get at the shows when women come up and say they listen to the podcast. Yes. I'm telling you, man, anytime we get a whiff of that coochie wind, oh, man, it feels good. It's a new fragrance. That should be a new fragrance by Yaspia McQua. Coochie wind. All right. Um, Edward... Monegro, Monegro, email from Eddie, number two. What's good, Aries and Andy? Aries, I really hope you give Entourage a try. It's truly amazing show, and you will not be disappointed. I am wondering if you guys are going to go see Top Gun Maverick. I saw it on opening night on Friday, and it was spectacular and well-made. I know a lot of sequels are... Uh, Recently of great movies from the 80s have been shit. <gasps> uh, oh, damn. But trust me, Top Gun Maverick is a thousand percent worth it and it holds up well. To add as well, I'm sure by the time you read this, you would have heard that Ray Liotta passed away. Very sad and gone too early. I know he is not up there as an actor in many people's eyes, but the big roles that he played, he was awesome and he had range as an actor. For me, he will always be known as Tommy Versetti in GTA Vice City and Henry Hill in Goodfellas. Stay safe and stay black, gentlemen. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I mentioned, you know, yesterday, one of my favorite movies was Unlawful Entry. Of course, Goodfellas. Um, Copland, he was great. Um, uh, he was in John Q. Um, past that, I don't know that I've seen him in much more, but I loved him as Tommy Versetti and Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I wish they would redo that and bring that back because that was, you know, all about Miami. And anybody that's ever been to Miami knows they captured that shit well. Um, yeah, so. Are you going to do Top Gun? I am. I'm going to see when I get But I'm going to be honest, I've never seen the original. What? I've never seen Top Gun, dude. Do you know? Do you know when that movie came out, it put more people trying to get into the Navy? Really? Yeah, because... They had their biggest increase ever. Really? Yeah. It it, it 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 was it was there was something about the movie. I can't explain. Right. It's it's a dude. Movie. But that was Tom Cruise's official. I'm a star now. Movie, right? That I know it, he made risky business before that. Yeah, but that was that was him as a kid still. Yeah, this was that him. the famous him sliding across the hall with the underwear yeah, and yeah, the yeah. shirt. Right. This movie, uh, and Val Kilmer's in it. It has a small part as the Iceman, which was awesome. Right. Uh, then you have, and, and I heard that he gets a cameo in uh, in this one too. Cool. Val Kilmer. Oh, really? Even in his condition, in his condition, he's oh, got wow. a cameo. So I'm excited to see that. Uh, What's the dude that played? Was his name Goose? Anthony Mongoose? Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Was later that was on. Is uh, it Anthony Edwards or yeah. Anthony Hall? Anthony Edwards. Okay, I'm thinking Anth of the '80s guy. Yeah, Anthony Edwards was then on uh, ER right. with uh, right. George Clooney. Uh, so that, and then uh, who? And then Kelly McGillis. Oh, she looks bad. Do she always look bad? She didn't Not look in, good in that movie. Yes, she, she wasn't did. bad. Yes, she is. She had a strong jaw. She 
looks. She's never been that. They try to make her that. They try to make her that at the time. I think that's that. No, I'm a white guy knowing a white woman hot. From a black dude's perspective, she looked cool. She looked good to me. Nah. I, I oh. never thought she looked good. Her jaw is Gemma's legs. So hulkish. In the jaw. Yeah. Mm. I, can't, I can't wait to see She-Hulk. It's on TV. I hope they give Gemma a cameo. Um, all right, I'm going to give you your choice, Andy. <laughs> this is not good. I can already tell. Which one of these emails should I read? Colch man bitch for two, please, or Andy cry? Either one. I don't care. I'm going to read Andy cry. Okay. This, of course, is from uh, Gay Nightclub in the Sea. Dorman Kush. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Andy cry. GTA Andreas and Aries Spears. Recent episode of the pod, Aries gave a teary tribute to Ali, and I felt that. The times slash moments Aries has gotten emotional and teared up are truly the ones that make me love him more than he'll ever know. To see Aries as a comedian and really see your heart and soul, energy and genuine spirit are what we ought to celebrate about both Aries and Andy. And speaking of Andreas, from the title of this email, Andy Cry. I simply want the pod to be more balanced now, meaning you, Andy, to get emotional to the point you tear up. <laughs> this will be the day, I pray. Many have a change of heart and more love for you. Even, even deeper than being comedian, to thoroughly see your heart, soul, energy, and genuine spirit. I think we deserve to see this side of you, Andy. Peace and love, my pods and his coast. This email reeks of wet palm, nigga, of clammy palm. Uh, this is the moistest shit I've ever read. Coach, I know you mean well, and we love you, but this is gay. Is it my turn? Cry, nigga. Yeah, listen. Uh, I don't have to cry to be emotional, number one. Number two, I've teared up on this podcast many a time. And if you can't find my emotional connection. You teared up during the Malcolm X documentary. Fuck, I don't need any of this bullshit that you about tearing up and showing who you are as a person. If you don't know who I am as a person, uh, that's your problem on this podcast. If you still listen, you don't know who I am as a person. It's your problem on the podcast. And listen, Colt, as much as you try to be like, I listen, I'm a fan. And you don't know who I am by now. And you think that that's what's going to do it. <laughs> Keep your head under the water, man. I don't I I I I love you for being is but dude, I don't know how you have enough love for everybody, dude. I see who you follow. Everybody. <laughs> Do you have any time for yourself? Why don't you go look in the mirror and cry about how you're not putting time into you, motherfucker, and not worry about me crying on the podcast. Fucking take your time. Go fucking take a look at Kolsch and <clears throat> and and handle that position first. And then I'll work on my emotional being. I'm an emotional being from the day I get up in the morning till I end at night, but I know who the fuck I am. So if you want some cry, you got the wrong motherfucker. Unless it happens naturally, I'm not looking to make myself spiritual on the podcast so that you understand me better, nor anyone that listens to this fucking podcast. Is that man a regular civilian? I'm going to kick your ass later. All right. Um, <clears throat> Taekwon Adams. 
Vlad TV and Bobby Brown, our father. What's up, Aries and Annie? Uh, I'm sorry, Aries, but this comment on Vlad TV had me in tears. Motherfucker, oh, this guy said that. He actually, okay, let me say it first. Had me in tears. Motherfucker said, picture an NBA basketball wearing a Yankee fitted and Tim's. That's how Aries looks. <laughs> Dude actually said a baseball, but yeah. All right. Um, actually, it was pretty funny too. Also wanted to say how Bobby Brown, I wanted to say how Bobby Brown going to be mad at Mad TV for making fun of the things him and the late Whitney Houston was doing. They made it too easy for y'all to make fun of them sitting in interviews, sweating like a Pentecostal ministers giving Sunday sermons. Also, the way you described the doctor on Our Father wanking his dick had me crying. I had to go watch it on Netflix just off that comment alone. Finally, when you asked Kyla, what's that shit you put in your salad? Still got me laughing my ass off, and it's been weeks. Y'all stay hard like Gemma's thigh muscles. Salute. <laughs> Salute. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if y'all saw that, but Bobby Brown was on The Breakfast Club, and Charlemagne asked him about sketches and comedians, and he specifically said that there were times he wanted to take me into a corner and do something to me. Uh did he say what it was? He nah, he just wanted to take me in a corner. He said there were times I wanted to take Ari Spears in a corner. Uh, Maybe he wanted to go there with Colson and hug you nah, until you Bobby. guys all cried nah, together. Not Bobby. Not Bobby. <laughs> um, and listen, I always said this. Hey, Bobby, you did it to yourself, nigga. What you and Whitney was doing was just flagrant, open atmosphere, wilding. And all we did was report the news as comedic journalists. I don't know if you've ever seen this footage, but somebody showed me this. Bobby Brown was once performing on stage and some coke fell out of his pocket. And he smoothly did his steps. And he needed this one move where he was able to get down to the crowd and picked it up and put it back in his pocket. An actual bag of coke fell out this nigga's pocket during a performance. So don't blame me, nigga. Blame yourself. Um, but then I later saw Deborah do an interview. And I think the... The moment that got Bobby and Whitney both pissed was we did an MTV Cribs parody. And of course, our house looked like an abandoned crackhead, crack building. And at one point, Whitney goes, we're both looking for our daughter, Bobby Christina. Bobby, where's Bobby Christina? I said, I don't know, where is she? And then me and her both pause and she go, we both go, we think we smoked her. And then we start laughing. And I think that's one of the things Bobby said, him and Whitney took offense to us that we played like we smoked our daughter away for money, for crack money. The 90s was built different, man. We didn't give a fuck. I was there for every moment of it. I loved it. Because you couldn't do that show today. Never. But the thing, but the thing is, uh, that's what sketch is supposed to do. It's supposed to parody yeah. you in, in a funny and enlightening way sometimes. Yeah. And if you get mad at it, that's because it cut too close to the bone. To the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> um... Mr. Marcus. And to be mad at you guys, it's a sketch show. You know how many people had to go through that sketch to make that go on TV? You mean the the like the, the inside people? Yeah. Yeah, but they don't know that. All they know is the performers doing them. No, no, no. I'm talking about, uh, oh, you mean nobody knew? Like no one knew? The, the writers. And yeah, they the, didn't. Yeah, they, they don't know that. They just care. They just see the finished product. That's all they we care were, We were like hot dogs. You don't know the ingredients. You just <laughs> see the finished product like, and you eat it. And you either love it or you hate it. Um, and see, when we were talking about the hall yesterday and comics wanting their due, like I remember 
when when they were talking about the Bobby and Whitney thing, the Breakfast Club put up a picture of Tracy Morgan and Maya Rudolph as Bobby and Whitney. And that's the part of me that gets upset because anybody that knew our show, we 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 destroyed that. We 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 destroyed it. We cornered that market. And no disrespect to Tracy Morgan and Maya Rudolph, but Maya Rudolph doesn't do a Whitney like Deborah. Deborah's the only woman I've ever seen do Whitney to where she sounds like her. And of course, nobody can sing like Whitney, but Deborah could sing. And when she would hit those certain pockets and notes, perfection. And me coming in as Bobby, the way I portrayed him, it was comedy gold. But of course, who does the attention go to? Tracy Morgan and Maya Rudolph. Two people who couldn't hold a candle to what me and Deborah did. Well, and that that's the other thing, too, because uh, history is forgotten and quickly forgotten because, like you say, SNL is, uh, what do you call it? It's, uh, it's, the, it's the gorilla on the block, the but, big bully on the block. But there was years when you were on Mad TV that Mad TV was known to everybody. The consensus was Mad TV was better than SNL. Will Ferrell himself kind of told that to me. So, so and, and, but everybody But knew. the industry... We're like the hot dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, they don't care about the ins and outs. All they know is Saturday Night Live is the bigger show, the bigger name, the longer history. So we got swept under the rug a lot. Well, and I think in history, though, people are doing, are, are, they're rewriting that that part of history because SNL is the legacy program. That's the one that you, you were on it. You, you're known forever. Right. And even though the, in that group of years, I know there was four solid years that, um, Mad TV was kicking SNL yeah. ass. Yeah. And and in funny, no one was watching SNL at that time. They were watching Mad TV. Right. So they were only tuning in to SNL for the political satire. So at that time, you know, but you guys are you guys are just uh slowly will fall away and no one will even remember that. And, and that's the truth. That's that's the right. way history is written here. Right. <clears throat> yo, yo, Aries, hold up just a second, man. The same personal man. Just been in. Uh Mr. Marcus. Uh you motherfucker, you. The two of yous. Aries and Andy, Pesci voice. You motherfuck you. Dude, I binge the PC more than niggas say nigga. Any nigga I fucks with, and oh, and nigga, I fucks with y'all the long way, especially for reading my first email, episode 363. <laughs> Oof. And it begins. Oof. At least it's breakfast. Yeah, ham and eggs. I had the, what do they call it? The super, what was it called? Oh, you, uh, what, what, what's that show? The Big Bang. Yeah, The Big Bang. I had the Big Bang. I had it twice. <laughs> the first. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I know him. And so the Big Bang to me is definitely something else with him. Uh, uh, <laughs> I had it twice. The first time it was eggs, sausage, bacon, potatoes, a short stack, and some milk. The second time I had it, it was a 500-pound black guy who was behind me. All right. <laughs> and I knew that's why you were laughing, which is why I was laughing. Man, I, you know Tom Rhodes, right? I heard the name. Tom Rhodes. He used to have that, he had a show on NBC back in the day too, uh, Mr. Rhodes, and where he played a teacher. Anyway, he has the best joke about uh, Louis and meeting Louis as a young guy, young comic who came to LA. It is fucking, 
Uh, if you can find it on YouTube, uh, look up Tom Rhodes, Louis Anderson Joe. It is it's fucking funny. <laughs> okay. uh, yo, after listening to the app one fourteen, where the word pedantic was used to describe Andy, I tried using it as much as possible within one of my work days. I probably said it about five times before I was asked, "What the fuck am I talking about?" <laughs> start a, start a word of the day, maybe. I love the attempts to get Andy to say "nigga" is absolutely hilarious. That not nigga news was a classic. Also, Andy, you are much funnier than you show. Be like water and let that shit flow. I'm still catching up to the current PC uh, episodes now that I'm going to be sending in emails. I almost, I almost felt I needed to send in a letter for each ep I listened to so far. But nah, I truly believe Andy is a brother without the melanin, sort of like Mark Wahlberg in the Four Brothers movies. Incidentally, I, okay, let me finish. Uh, any parts or uh, any thoughts on Marky Mark in that movie? Any part of that movie to me has to be the restaurant scene. Please give a little snippet for the crowd if you haven't seen it before. Andy, I had a coworker tell me they went to see you all in Virginia Beach at the Funny Bone around last year or so, and they were describing you as the fat white guy with a beard because she couldn't remember your name, and I immediately said, that's Andy, goddamn Steinberg with a smile. As if I knew you guys. Ha ha. But she went on to say your set was good and the show was great. Yo, Aries, man, real quick. When you do the Will Smith Ali voice, that shit is spot on. Between Denzel, Smith's Ali, Barkley, and your Pacino. I start to laugh immediately for all that you do. But those especially just hit hard. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. Uh, follow or a shout at at M-I-S-T-A-H-H underscore M-A-H-H-C-U-S. Okay, thanks again, you guys. Stay frosty. Um, what do you think about Four Brothers? You know, um, I have to see it again. I like it. But it wasn't all that to you? <sighs> Did it seem a little contrived? Like a little bit? A little contrived. They're trying to write it to be something. But I liked it. Yeah, it's all right. I got to watch it again. That baby. shootout scene is ridiculous. I, I, How them I, niggas shoot up the entire goddamn house and nobody gets hit. You know, that happens. Right. Not always, but it happens. Right. But then somebody fires one shot into a house and kills three people. So right. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, I like that movie. It's, it's a man's movie. It's man food. Yeah. I want to see it again, though. I haven't seen it. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ali, man. <laughs> but you're right when you say that about that. I went back and watched it again. Yeah. Um, I love Pacino and Carlito's way. How could you say that, Gail, when you know I'm so close? Dave is my friend, Gail. He ain't a lawyer no more, Dave. You're a gangster. All right. I love that fucking movie. It was... There's something about that movie that is Shakespearean. Yeah, what I was going to say. Yes, because it, it it follows the Shakespearean way of telling the right. story and the way that it ends. Dude, I just showed Andy yesterday when we were coming from um, breakfast uh, a picture of Luis Guzman and Paul Rodriguez because uh, Luis is in this movie that I'm doing with Paul Rodriguez. It's Paul Rodriguez, Gary Busey. Jimmy Smits, formerly of Law and Law, LA Law and NYPD Blue, uh, myself, 
uh, Danny Trejo, um, Edward James almost. Yeah, so in this movie, uh, all those cast members, um, and speaking of Louise Guzman, one of my favorite moments, doesn't have any words, in Carlito's way, uh, oh, God, the girl from the, from the club that Pacino worked at, Stephanie, and she's asking Louise, what's going on upstairs? Because, you know, Carlito's conducting business. And Louise Guzman has on these shades and this leather jacket. And he just does this thing where she goes, come on, tell me something. What's going on upstairs? He just, he looks at her and he like rubs her chin, flaxes his shoulders in his jacket, and then coolly walks out. <laughs> I love that moment. It, it was, it was <clears throat> no words, but it was a confident, yeah, that's just for the streets, baby. Don't worry about that, sweet thing. It was the way he did it all in one motion, where he just rubbed that chin like, mm, to his jacket, and he walked out. <laughs> this motherfucker, man. Dude, he has to be that confident in real life. I, I can't believe that he can't that he's not that guy. That's why I would love to meet him, because I don't know, I don't think he is. He just seems like he'd probably be the nicest, coolest dude. But that character, like the character in Boogie Nights, and I told you this. I right. said, I wish I could have that kind of confidence in, in who I was. But I told you, we, Annie and I was talking about this, and my ex-wife used to tell me that because he, he got his shirt all the way open. This is in Boogie Nights. In Boogie Nights. Out in the sun. And I mean, stomach, nigga. Just having he's a conversation. Stomach out, and he's just glistening in the, the sun and the I, maybe it's suntan lotion, but he's a nice bronze and he just got his shit out. And I went, my ex-wife who's Puerto Rican was like, that's Puerto Rican men. Black men and Puerto Rican men have a fucking confidence. And I remember in New York during the summertime out by the bodegas and they got the salsa music playing and the Tito Puente. Them old Puerto Rican niggas have they fucking stomachs and man tits and shit all out and with the utmost confidence, yo, papi, yo, mommy. Walking. Walking and just, you can't tell him them niggas ain't right. With those unbuttoned four-pocket shirts. Yeah, yo. You can't tell them niggas they don't look good. I I, I don't have that confidence <laughs> at all. Again, while niggas wear loud green and purple suits with gators. It's just, it's a confidence, but man. they look good on black men. White dudes. Some of that can't. shit looks atrocious. Dude, no, because you can pull that. Up. My favorite color is that royal blue. Right. White dudes should not wear royal blue. But a black <laughs> dude, that shit pops on a black dude. Right. Uh, there is sometimes though, the greens can get a little, where you start looking like a cross between the Lucky Charms man and the black dude. I don't know where right. it is, but uh, no, man. Puerto Ricans, niggas, furry hats, you know, that's us. That's, you know. Dude, Dennis Rodman, when he'd wear that furry, like, tiger uh, hat. Do you right. remember that back in the right. like, Dude, that was, he looked fucking cool in that hat. But it, that's the creme de la creme of creatures, nigga. Dennis was the ultimate specimen. Dude, I there was somebody asked me. This. And white women find niggas like him so desirable. White women love fucking ugly creatures, nigga. Black women wouldn't give Dennis Rodman, which is a lot of times why niggas like Rodman only date white women, because black women don't give them opportunities. They're not sexy enough, attractive enough. To a black woman, that's ugh. A Dennis Rodman? 
to a white woman, oh my God, she's been fucked by a majestic creature. <laughs> when Madonna and Rodman were fucking, somebody goes, what do you think of that? And I go, I don't know what to think about it, but I bet that room smells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Uh, from Ali D. The not-so-lovely Ronald. No wonder Ronald's wife cheated on him with a name like that. Dude has the name of someone that snitches on slaves. Ali, I don't know if you female. Ali, I'm only assuming you are because when I think Ali, I think Ali Wong, uh, Asian female comedian. I don't know if you're female, but girl, you be quiet. Ronald will come for you. You know what I mean? He, he don't got no problem making a bitch wear shades. Be careful, Ollie. He carries a two-piece in a bag. You know what I mean? And uh, don't let him recruit <laughs> his boy from the UK to beat up brothers. No, but you know what? See, this, this is the thing why I understand. When, when we say we understand why Ronald, why Ronald feels the way that he does, she doesn't know him. She doesn't know the relation. She just said, that's why. Right. What, what did she say? That no wonder. Or that's why she cheated on him with a name like Ronald. Because you don't have any. You know, men. Men have only a few goals in life, depending on, especially depending on where their status is and where where they are and where they fit in their level of success. But in all levels of success, they want. If, if you're a straight dude, you want a girl. You want a girl to be by your side, and that girl, you do have a desire to take care of them. That's all that they want. And and where it falls after that is because of the, the relationship. But men really do go into relationships trying to make you fucking happy. Yeah. We don't all succeed. Right. <clears throat> and even when we do succeed, you tend to remember our failures more than you do our successes. So, I'm just saying, Ali, if you're a woman, walk, you go cautiously. You know, Ronald, you know, you don't fuck around. And I, like I said, if you call this man from the UK to join him, you know what I mean? You're going to get a visit from the beat up brothers. <laughs> well, when he tells you those are the best three years of his life, that means he wouldn't mind if he had to go back. Hey, hey. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when anybody tells you that they've enjoyed time, a timeout yes. by the state, Yes, and they wouldn't mind, and they they were, would be okay with going back. That's someone you should you should really think about whether or not you want to fuck with that person, right? Because that person doesn't have any. They don't mind going back. Yeah, no qualms about going back. All right, yo, yo, Aries, hold up just a second, man. The same personal man, just bidding. Um, Aaron Williams, shooter, shooter. Yo, what up, guys? Just wondering your thoughts on the mass shootings in New York and Texas. This shit is horrible. Man, my heart went out to all those people, but damn, that Michael Jackson-looking motherfucker was horrible, killing all those babies. Just wanted to know y'all's stance on gun control in America. What can we do to help stop some of this shit? Y'all's Cleveland, y'all's Cleveland nigga, Darren. You know, on TV, they showed Biden and the first lady going to go pay uh, gr uh, grievances um, to the families and the victims. And I couldn't help but think to myself, this is such horse shit. I really don't even think they care. And I mean, you know, it's like, listen, when Obama and Sandy Hook happened, you actually saw Obama tear up 
uh, at the podium when he talked about it. And I'm not saying you got to cry to care, but there's always been a genuineness Come on, to Coles. Obama. Come on, Coles. Yeah. Um, I don't know that Biden cares. I don't know that any president has ever truly cared. Because my question becomes, if you truly care, then why not do what you need to do to help stop this shit? Why won't Congress make certain moves? And uh, like Steve Kerr alluded to, because it's big business and it gets in the way of corporate interests. So, you know, at this point, going to funerals and showing grievance and with the family and it's just, it's become like a, a, a tradition, like a holiday of some sort. Not to, I'm not trying to enlighten the tragedy of this and the enormity of the situation, but at this part, at this point, the way these things keep happening just seems like, you know, no different from a tradition, like the, 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 we, we, we celebrate every year. It, it's just we're going through a routine. I think it's horse shit. Um, you know, you accuse me a lot of times of not saying what's on my mind sometimes. Is this it? You say it? I'm going to say it. Okay. And if you listen to the whole thing I say, you know, you'll get me. But if you just listen to what I'm going to say first, you're going to peace out on me. But here we go. Uh, these last two, I was like, well, Finally, someone can hit a target. Mm. And the reason I say that is because when we have these mat, these shootings and we, they, they, they say, and this is, and this is to my point, they say there's been more shootings, mass shootings in this country than we've had days. But the problem is ain't enough death. There isn't enough death. Isn't enough because if only two people get killed in a mass shooting, how, what's the news cycle? How much attention do people pay to it? Sandy Hook was the chance that there was, and I'm not, listen, not advocating for more people to get killed. What I'm saying is, when Sandy Hook happened, I thought there would be some, there was momentum to change some things. And then there was these, and I'm, I'm not trying to make this, minimize this, but what I'm trying to say how this country works. When there's only a couple people, oh, there's this big shooting, but only two people died. How long does those? How long do those killings stay in the news cycle? How can we have more killings uh, per, than there are days in this year? And we don't know about all of them because it doesn't make the news cycle unless it's a tragedy. I said as a joke during COVID that I didn't want to fly on planes because there was usually only eight people on the plane and the crew, so that's like fourteen people. And if that went on the news, if that plane crashed, all would be on the news is. Flight, whatever, whatever, crash today. Fortunately, there was only 14 people on the plane. That would have been no the one that would ever say fortunately. Before that, yeah, fortunately, there's only 14 people. It wasn't a 200. It wasn't 300. I know, but, but no news person would say I know, but I'm saying that's All how right, the news works. It would, it would last half of a day, half of a news cycle. Now, unless it's a tragedy, it doesn't make a news cycle. I think that I would hope that these kids, the people in Buffalo, all their names would mean something and it's enough of a tragedy that we're going to keep it on the news and we're going to fight to make some changes. And these changes, i got to get, be honest, they're minimal changes. Minimal changes. The idea that you just need a few checks, background checks, mental health checks, the idea that that is so minimal and it hasn't been done, if this doesn't get it done, I don't know what will. Sandy Hook should have been enough you, and it didn't say, happen. Okay, but when you say if this... 
But when you look at in terms of totality, Sandy Hook, this, Columbine. Uh, Columbine, you can't do nothing about. Columbine, you can't do nothing about. Those kids didn't need guns. They had pipe bombs. They had uh, like basically grenades. They didn't need that. Mental health is, is something that we need to, to do more focus on. Uh, but when we talk about guns and doing gun control and you hear the word control, people don't. Well, I, I, the gonna, guy in Vegas that, that, yeah. that's shooting during a concert. They're going to take their guns away. There needs to be mental health checks. When you, when you have a certain amount of weapons that you have an arsenal. There needs to be a check. Why do you have an arsenal? And and then this is where it happens. People go, well, that that's our that's their constitutional right. Uh, it wasn't. We we made changes to the constitution. No one knew that that we could have an arsenal where one man could wipe out hundreds of people. But this is the problem. Unless it's a national tragedy, the idea that there is more death than days in this year from mass shootings, and we don't know about it. Tell me, you just said you went to Sandy Hook and then you went to this, these last few. What are all the other ones that have happened? We don't know them. It's not enough. We don't care unless it's a tragedy. When you, wait, when you say we don't know them, you mean we don't know them because we simply don't know them or? They're not getting the same attention. because But they own. have been on the news. They have been on the news, but they get a half of a news cycle, half of a day. Two people die in this country. It, it's not enough. It's not enough. That we need, we want, we, we we need a big tragedy, or we don't do anything about it. We we have to have a big tragedy. See, see, see if you can follow me on this, and I, I hope I'm not all over the place. But when you go, we need to have background checks, mental health checks, um, and look again. Don't mean to go racial, but we got to call it what it is. Most of these people if not pretty much what it seems like all of these people that shooting up schools and mass shootings are done by white men. Now, I could see some people on the other side going, well, if you're going to run background checks and da-da-da-da-da-da for white men because they're the ones that are mainly doing this, then you could say the same thing about all the black people that are killing each other in Chicago. Well, one, unless I'm completely wrong, I, I would imagine that most of those guns are obtained not the way you would go to the gun stores or the gun shops and buy your AR-15s. Most of those guns are like guns in the streets that have been circulated uh, illegally, uh, serial numbers filed down, if you want to try to make that argument. But at the same time, I don't think the media or people care about niggas killing each other in the streets versus these crazy white dudes that are shooting up schools and killing kids or killing coworkers. Like when Dave Chappelle said, if you want to change gun control, let every black person be a registered gun owner. So somehow if it's us doing it, then the, the attention is different. You see what I'm saying? I guess what I'm ultimately trying to say is it seems if we're going to do these background checks and mental health checks, who we really should be doing them on, is any white guy that tries to buy a gun. Because black people ain't shooting up schools, ain't shooting up offices. Can it happen? I guess, yeah. But historically and statistically, we don't do that. Those numbers are changing, though. I'm just saying everybody's getting involved. Um, the dude who did this last one was a Hispanic dude. Was he Hispanic? Yes. Straight Hispanic. 
I, I I don't know his his breakdown. He was a Hispanic dude. Listen, and that's beside the point to me. The point is when you were talking about this. First of all, let, let let's break this down a little bit further. You talked about guns. You talk about Chicago, and Chicago has strict gun enforcement laws, but we don't have national gun uh, enforcement. We don't have the laws aren't national. So even though Chicago, Chicago or Illinois, and you take all that. But they're coming in from other sta- other states because they don't have the same kind of laws. They don't have laws to protect people this way. Uh, what I'm saying is, no one who is who has mental health issues and they took that one off. That that one has been removed because it's their right as uh, as an American citizen to have it. Uh, before I go any further on this, because we we can get into this one all day. When there was talk for the very first time about. Uh, more gun control laws is when the black Muslims uh, carried guns, rifles on the street. And then they were like, oh, well, well. I'm doing the uh, uh, Black Panthers yeah. and all that. Right. Black, Pan- black Muslims and Black Panthers. Everybody knew the Muslims had had guns. Black right. Panthers carried their rifles open. And because they were, because you're allowed to. And that's when gun control started talking. So there is, I, I definitely give weight to what you're saying. Right. But the other thing is, Listen, here, here's, here's a bigger problem. There's people, go online, watch these videos. People are, are want to test the system. So they'll go and they'll carry their rifle, their, their semi-automatic, whatever rifle, down the street, open, because it's if you show it, you present it, then it's not a concealed weapon, and you're allowed to carry that weapon. Is this, is this the points we want to make, that we can carry these guns because it's America? It's not working out real well. It's not working out real well. And sometimes, just like when you have kids and the kids can't handle what they have, you take it away from them. And I'm sorry, we can't handle this. Okay, but look, let me go back to what you just said. So let's just say that the shooter in this children's massacre was straight Latino, okay? Once upon a time ago, I remember when when the DC sniper, turns out he was black. Does a black guy commit this kind of crime? Can, has. Hispanic guy, can, has. But that percentage is so low compared to it. And that just made me remember the Buffalo shooter. White kid. Dylan Roof. White kid. This crime really belongs to white dudes. No, 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 no. You can't, no. First of all. No, I'm, I'm just saying, no, background checks for everybody. Mental health checks for, for everybody. everybody. But let's really make sure the scope is is a little bit, the level is raised a little bit higher when it's white dudes doing well, it. Well, when you talk about percentages, we look at percentages of the, the population then too. And I don't want to get into percentages because no one cares who kills the kid. We don't want the kid dead. Of course not. But if we know that the majority of these killers are white guys, we might want to look a little harder at them. If you take national killing averages over, you're not going to make any sense with this. People shouldn't have guns. So we shouldn't have look, them. So we should look a little bit stronger at the guys who do this the most. When you take killings across the country with guns, you're going to find a very even total. It's not going to be now. Now, if you go to these mass shootings, yeah, I'm going to tell you, yeah. But the people, that's all I'm looking no, for. No, but the people in Arizona. There was two guys in Arizona. They weren't. They weren't white guys. We can. I'm not, we can I'm go. Not, I'm not saying it, it can't be anybody else. Everybody should be looked at. 
But when a white guy tries to buy a gun, particularly an AR-15. Okay, let's do it this way. Let's look a little closer. But there's more white guys that don't commit crimes with their guns than do. Well, you could say that but about nobody, any race when it, it down comes to percentages. But when it comes to crime, period, there's more people that don't commit crimes that do. Right. So it's not about that person. It's about having good gun control. It is control about laws. that person a little bit. No, it's not. Because if you if you take white, if you say white, and then you say, well, there's less crime percentage wise from white people that own guns, even though more white guys do it, the percentage is still lower. So you need people to go in with good gun control laws. You're trying to put this on someone, which is which which if it was black, I'm trying, I guarantee I'm, 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 you they would put it on black. I'm okay, but I'll say, but it's not black. So let's put it on who does it the most. But what I'm saying is, percentage-wise, there's less people, le- there's less white people committing these crimes. So, therefore, we shouldn't look at the people who do them the most. If you break down gun violence, it's more even across the board. You 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 want to make it that it's worse to kill, uh, to go in into I'm a not, mass shooting. I'm not, I'm not making it about worse. I'm simply saying that when you look at who commits these crimes— Because you're looking at it from— at from media if you break it down gun violence is equal across the board we all commit these gun violent crimes when you say we all we all americans how often do black men go around shooting up offices and schools because you now you just made it by offices and schools i'm talking about gun but, violence okay but with i know gun so, violence so, as a so, whole but what i'm saying is right now these tragedies where kids are involved where, where people in mass shootings in offices, black people being killed, who's the ones behind the guns? Well, anybody can be behind the guns. We are, anybody can be, but who is? Everyone. You want to put it. Do y'all see? Hold up. y'all see? This is the cute shit that he does. No. He knows what I'm saying. I know what you're trying to say, but you're not making a point. (laughs) I am making a point. No, because gun violence is equal across the boards. You want to make it that it's worse to go in and kill. Andy, Andy, Andy. You're trying to divine what's worse. Andy, when when black people are being shot up in a Buffalo situation, in a church situation, when kids are being shot up in schools, when people are being shot up at the office, a lot of times, pretty much almost all the time, who's behind the guns? What are you basing your almost all the time? Number one. Number what, two, what, wait, what, before you go on. Okay, so wait. No. Black, okay, wait, wait, wait. so black people. Why Why do you get to go, 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 go? No, no, because I'm, go, go, go. No, no, I'm asking you. Why do you get you. to go, go, go? So black people. Well, why do I have to hold so up when black, I'm making a point too? So black people are shooting people just like white people are in mass shootings, but the media is ignoring it. I'm going off with what I'm being shown. But are you being what I said? And I just said this to you. When you take gun violence across the board, we're all committing it. You make it that if if it's a big if it's a big deal and gets national coverage, then it's gun violence by white people. Let me try to. So more national coverage on gun violence is being directed uh, to white folks is what you're what what you're saying. If my kids are in school and we're constantly seeing on the media where schools are being shot up by deranged lunatics or black people are being killed in churches or in places where we mostly uh, inhabit. And the shooters are pretty much predominantly white. I would like for there to be gun control and regulation across the board, but I especially want white dudes to be looked at a little closer. But white dudes per capita, per population aren't committing 
more crimes is what I'm trying to say to you. So if you look at it across the board, it isn't. When I'm trying to say to you, there's been more mass shootings than there have been days of this year. How many of them do you know? So do you know what the breakdown is? I so, don't so know there, what the breakdown so, is. So there are Wait, mass but, no, but no, I'm going to get this one in. When you talk about Dylan Roof, you talk about this dude in Buffalo that I don't know his name and I don't want to know his name. I'm never going to fucking say his name. These guys are doing something different. These guys are trying to start race wars. Dylan Roof said he wanted a race war. This other dude came in and he's a racist who's trying to cause a race war. There's a difference between those guys. The, the guy that shot up the synagogue, what color was he? I have no idea. He was white. I have no idea. Okay, because so, so whether it's the synagogue whether it's Dylan Roof, whether it's Buffalo, whether it's the nut job in Vegas, whether it's Sandy Hook, or whether it's this incident just now in Texas. I'm giving you six examples. All the shooters were white guys. Yeah. So when you go, yeah, there's gun violence across Aries, the board. You're breaking I'm not denying that. Yeah, but you're breaking something down with the ones that you know. Okay, so I'm asking you, the ones I don't know, the media's just not covering it. I don't, do you know, do you, when I told you that there's more gun violence, that we've had more mass shootings than days Can you year, answer my question? Yes, I'm answering it right now. When I told you that there's more gun, uh, there was more sh mass shootings and there were days in this year. Do you know of all these other ones? Do you know of all of them? No, I don't know of every single one. Okay, so what I'm saying so, is they're not getting covered. Okay, so you're basically saying that if there are black dudes who are killing people in mass numbers, in shootouts, the media is just not covering it. What I'm saying is... <clears throat> yes or no? No, I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. Because unless I'm crazy, unless I'm crazy, the way we know this country and the media and race, if black dudes were shooting up schools, shooting up churches, or killing a bunch of people, it would get 10 times the coverage. There is more gun violence in, in with black people than there are with <gasps> white people. How's that? Do you want that one? Are you talking about Chicago? No, I'm talking about across the board, gun violence. And I said to you, but, I, said, I said So to when, you, when you're talking about someone getting a gun, do you care what crime they're committing against people when they're going to kill people? Do you care? I don't want people to get killed, period. Right. But what I'm saying is. So then to you, why would I are you why would I, to what I'm yes, telling I'm you? I'm trying to, but why would okay, I build a law? Let's break this down. One why second. would I build a law to look at someone if they're not all they're they're not just the problem? Andy. It's a, the problems across the board. Andy, I'm not denying that. But what I'm saying to you is a lot of the guns that are circulating in the ghetto in black communities aren't being bought by black guys going into a gun store. Can you let me yeah, finish? I'm, I was going to say, I agree with you. Are, 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 they're, they're being done underground, illegally. So there's no control over that. That's going to be what it is. But if you can gain access to a gun by having to go into a gun store, fill out the proper paperwork, go through the proper procedures, and then they give you one, that's a different story. Because if we're going to implement regulation, laws, special attention to reduce that by background checks, cr uh, uh, criminal checks. And the guys that are shooting these places up and doing that are predominantly white. We shouldn't just take a stronger look at them. So to take a stronger look at that, what I'm telling you, by percentage, it's not greater. My problem that you're saying is when you said go in, here, here's a bigger problem. And look at it this way. And I agree with you when you look at it this way. 
if someone's coming to buy an AR-15 that can be used for this or can be modified to cause more problems, those should be looked at. And then to your point, those would be more white guys because you said they go in, they buy these weapons, right? Right. So I would say, yes, those should be looked at. That's all and I'm just, saying. But, but you don't need to make a law to do that. Just by the numbers okay. of people that come in to do that, okay. you would be doing that automatically. Well, then that's all I was saying. But you're missing some other points because the thing is, they're not coming in to do it that way either. There's so many loopholes where you can go to a gun show and you can buy a weapon at a gun show with no background check. And who does this? And to your point, who are the most people that go to the who run the gun shows, put on the gun shows, and white, go to the gun people, shows? Yes. People. So I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I was disagreeing with the process that you're trying to get there. Okay. So let's just say they go to the gun shows and do all that. Don't you think there should be laws or? Hundred <clears> percent. <throat> that should be illegal. You shouldn't be able to trade weapons at gun shows. Okay. Nobody, you're saying. Nobody. Okay. Without background checks and without the proper checks. Nobody. But especially white guys. No, there is no especially. Okay. How do you get especially? Based off what we see and what we know. No. Again, this especially doesn't mean anything. Okay. So you just go, okay, make it this way for everybody across the board, period. Right. That's it. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't understand how you think you're going to stop it, stop more. You're going to stop more fatalities because you made it. We're going to focus on a particular group. I'm just saying, look a little bit harder well, here's at like, the people who okay. are most responsible. Look at it a little bit harder. But the people that you're talking about are the majority. So when you look at that, there's a more people in that group. So there is going to be more violence in that group. And if you're going to look at it, you're going to spend a waste a lot of time on that group when everybody who buys a gun, everybody who's buying, especially assault weapons, Assault weapons should be at a higher, you should, you should have a bigger responsibility when you buy an assault weapon. You should have, there should be training involved. You should know that the person who gets this assault weapon can properly lock and store this weapon so that some crazy person doesn't either break into their house and steal their gun or that they don't have a person who's mentally un, unable to have a gun without causing damage can get a hold of your gun. There should be more to gun laws, period. But they want to make it it's it's it's, it's constitutional. And we've changed the constitution. I, I'm, I'm going right. to tell you why, and this is why I feel this way. <clears throat> and you know, my apologies, but not my apologies to <clears throat> I, I, the right thing to do is not to make a blanket statement. I don't want to make a blanket statement because I don't, and I, I personally don't feel, of course, all white folks are bad people. I don't feel that way. And certainly some of the victims to some of these shootings are white people, are white children, are white families. So I don't want to generalize, generalize, generalize. But I can't help but feel to a degree. That's why when there's this stereotype and this stigma that somehow exists, that black men are dangerous creatures. We're, 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 we're crime, we're, we're dangerous, lock your doors, put away the women and the kids. <clears throat> when Again, like I said on Vlad, historically speaking, the most dangerous man on this planet has been the white man. That, but you, again. Has been. No, and you use this in a way because before there was white men, there wasn't white men. And there was problems on earth then. The people who have conquered this world. I hate your world. fucking naivete about no. this. Okay. Andy, 
Have black people hung white people from trees? You know, I have black people suppressed white people for 400 years in slavery, raped their women, stolen them of their identity? Do we kill their fucking leaders? Did they get blasted with water holes and dogs? Did we endure that for 400 years? Do we die at the hands of police brutality? Do we deal with racism in the judicial system? Knock that shit the fuck off! Dude, you're talking. I ain't your fucking naivete. No, this is a naivete. It is. You want to take 400 No, what you want to do is this. You want to go, historically. You said it. All men have done wrong. Yes, but we're talking about here in America when my fucking people have endured the worst and continue to do so. Stop that cute shit with me. Okay, so then say it about this country. You know what the fuck I mean yo, when I go, yo, no. historically speaking. In this country. Even, even that motherfucker from Fahrenheit 9-11, the Moore guy, what's his name, that makes the documentaries. He echoed the same fucking statement I made. I'm not trying to deny your statement. Yes, you are. No, you keep saying historically. In America, historically, this has been the problem. Historically, in America, the white man has been the most dangerous species on the planet. So when you say to me about gun laws and this and that. What I know from what I see on the media is every time there's a mass fucking shooting, can a black person do it? Yes. Can a Latino person do it? Yes. There even was that shooting at Virginia Tech by an Asian dude. But predominantly, it's been the hands of white men. So if I'm worried about a mass shooting playing from a percentage standpoint... I'm not worried about the Asian dude too much. I'm not worried about a black dude. I'm not worried about a Hispanic dude. I'm worried about the man that does it the most. Why don't you worry about the weapon that's being used to do it? Right. Cute. No, I'm not. I'm not being cute. Okay. So, so you know talk what? Talk about so you know, if this is big business and guns aren't going anywhere because this is big business, then that means that problem will never get solved. So now I have to worry about who's no, behind it. What you have to do, and we have to take we have to take action as people, and we have to put pressure on people that are making these laws to create the laws and remove these kind of obstacles from getting gun control. Okay. Okay. Again, let's all hold hands. No, 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 this isn't about holding hands. I know you keep giving the solution of what should be. No. This is big business. So if this don't change, if what you say should be doesn't come to fruition, this is the problem we have to deal with. Then we have to vote people out and put people in and make changes. No, this is the only way to make change. This is still supposed to be a country of laws. We have to change the way the law works. That's the only way you're going to stop this. You're not going to stop it because we've already proved that if you can, if you want to do something, you can get guns illegally. Did you not say that at the beginning of this? Sure, but white guys aren't getting their guns illegally. Doesn't make a difference. If they wanted to, could they get them illegally? If the white man wants to do whatever he okay, wants to do, he so, can do it. So we can put more, we can put more, like look into them a little bit more, but they can still go get them illegally. So how did you solve the problem? You know, I love how you want to be fair in an unfair world. No, I want you constantly want to go, yo, we should do this. And the right way to do this is this. And the fair way to do this is this. But the people that are playing this game aren't fair. They don't do it right. They don't do it how it should be. They do what the fuck they want to do. So why shouldn't we do what we want to do to make it right? Okay, so you talked about if they're going to have, if they're going to change these laws, we should make them this way instead of making it work. Andy, if if making it this way means looking a little closer and harder at the people that but normally do this. But you can't get gun control done, but you're going to get that done? I don't think you're going to get any of it done. Well, then 
then what are we having an argument about? Well, yeah, what are we having an argument about? Because according to you, it should be done this way. We all know that it should be done that way, but it never is. It never is. So why not take a closer look at the guys that do it? Just, just what you just said. If they can't change it to even get it to, to change at all, how are we going to get that done? How, what, what is the policy that you're going to put in place that gets white dudes to be looked at closer? I, I, I don't know. I don't know, but I would probably. Okay, feel, so then mine's based I, in reality and yours based is in something to make everything what, better. What reality of yours has come Change true? Change the fucking law. What reality of yours has we come have true? Gun control. All your should be's and could be's. What's come true? Two things. Change gun control. You're telling me about what should be. No, no. I'm telling you to tell me of all your hopes and dreams, what have you seen come true? Get more black men to buy guns legally. Okay, that hasn't come true. But we can do that. You're still talking about what we should do. Yeah. I'm telling you, that based in reality, done. what has been done. That can be done. That can be done. It hasn't, though. But that can be done. It hasn't, though. But we don't even need to change a law with that. That can be done. Okay. That can be done. A lot of things can be done. I'm telling you in terms of reality, you keep going what should be done. Tell me what should be done that has been done. There is there is gun laws. We should be changing more should gun be. laws. You heard it? Should be. But what? You how keep, else you, are you supposed to fix it? Andy, give me an example of what should be done okay. that has been done. Give me your example then of what should be done. I just told you. What? Look closer. If you can't get a lot of okay, changes, we're, how do we we're, look closer? We're doing okay, a cute dance. Me, no, no, we're no, doing a cute no, no, no. dance. Tell me how we look closer. Tell I don't me. know, Andy, but I think that's the answer. But if you don't have a way to get there, what answer did you just give me? Okay, so tell me what's the way to get there. We should change to gun laws. We should, 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 should. There's what's laws happening? on the table that should be imp implemented. Should be. We have to make the changes. We have to. We have to. Right. So if that means getting out and, mar and doing whatever it Marching, takes to get out. Right, you're about to say march, right? You have to get out and march. If you have to yeah. do protest. What happened to protest? What happened to protesting? We have to make the people in Washington change. We can't do this without them changing right. the laws. Okay. But I, I got to what you're saying. Let's look closer. Who's going to look closer? I'll go with you. Just tell me how we're going to do that. Like Chris Rock's joke said, it's the media. It's the media. When I go to the Mac machine at three in the morning, I'm not looking for the media. I'm looking for niggas. Where motherfuckers is shooting up schools and churches and mass shootings, you want to go, well, if the media ain't covering or the media. I, I didn't I, blame I, the media. I didn't even blame the media on this. You mentioned the media. No, I just said you haven't heard about these. Okay, isn't that the media's job to, to be responsible no, and report about it? No, it's our job. How would we know it, Andy? How go else online. would we know? Go online. Oh, go on the internet. Go online. Isn't that the media to a degree? That's the media. No, there's information. Google right. is not the media. Like Chris Rock said, I ain't looking for what you talking about. I'm looking for white men. Okay. Then let's fix that. Like you said, let's put more effort into looking at them. How do we do it, Aries? I don't know, but whatever that answer is, okay. there it is. Then you have to go again to laws. You have to go again to Congress. You got okay. to go to Senate. So let's say we do it your way. Let's go to Congress. Let's go through the laws. Now, here's what I say, and then you still get frustrated and say it's not about that. Let's do it through laws, but let's put in the laws, hey, statistically, most of the guys that are doing this are white men. Therefore, we should look a little closer. We should be a little bit more careful. Put that in the law, but you'll say that's wrong. If you want to do that and you can get that through the law, go ahead. I'll give you, I'll give you all the opportunity in the world, but you can't get gun laws through and you're going to get that through. I just said... There's guns that are used for mass killings. Put it on that. 
If you want one of those, you have to qualify for that weapon. I think that everybody should be able to qualify for a basic weapon. Everybody who passes any kind of reasonable test. But, but after that, why does someone need an AK-47? Why does anybody need an arsenal? If you're someone that has an arsenal, yes, you should be looked at. If you're someone that uh, it even needs uh, these assault weapons, why are you buying an assault weapon? And to your point, if the majority of those are men, are white men, aren't we looking at white men then? Yeah, we should be. But that's what. I, but that's how you do it. I just gave you how you do it, not I'm an imaginary, this is what Andy, we should do. Andy, 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 listen, that's what I was saying, bottom line. And you sitting over here dancing around. No. And yeah, you are. I, that, you're saying what I'm saying. No. You're, I, honestly, to me, you didn't say anything. Okay. You All just right. got mad and said, I tell you guys. what, I tell you what, I tell you what. This is what you'll do now, right? When all the emails come in that are in the majority of my favor, you'll sit there and tell us we're all crazy. I just told you how to get what you want. When the emails come in. Yeah. And people are going, Andy, you're sure, not understanding. Sure. But you'll tell us we're all crazy. I just told you how to get what you want, but you didn't hear that. You just, I heard it loud and clear. And I told you how to get what you want. I, I asked I, you how to I, get I, it, I, I, and I, you said, I don't know. I don't work for Congress, nigga. But you said you didn't know. I don't know. And then when I say what it is, I don't you said know. it should be. I don't have to be in Congress to know that statistically, the problem is not Asians, not Hispanics, not black people. Yes, you're right. We don't want nobody killing. We don't want nobody to die. But what we do know is when this happens, the majority, 90% of the time, there is a profile. I think we should be wary of that profile. And I just gave you the solution. I don't solution. understand how you think that's crazy. No, I gave you the solution on how to get to that profile. You can't. I don't give a fuck how we got there. My bottom line is, my bottom line is, when we get there, let's look at the, who we should be looking at. And you kept going to, no, across the board, gun killings in numbers and statistics. I gave you the answers to the question. <laughs> and then I told you how to get to the answer. When I asked you, you said, I don't know. Okay. I gave you the answer on how to get what you're looking for. No, you didn't. Yes, I no, did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. You, 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 you gave me, hey, numbers and stats, and it doesn't make a difference because based on numbers and stats, killings across the board. That's what you gave me. Gun violence across the board is equal. But if you want to stop mass shootings, and you just said it's predominantly white guys, what do white guys use to do these mass shootings? I told you assault weapons. If you put a greater look at assault weapons, you are looking at white guys. So I got you to what you're looking for. You don't like the way that I get there, though. You just say, white guys. I gave you the answer. That's the difference in what our two things were right now. Okay. I'm going I'm, I'm to let the people speak. Okay. Because I know, and, and, and I'm telling you, I've been doing this with you long enough now that I know the patterns in which you roll. You go around shit, you say certain shit, you flip-flop, you go in different directions, you say you didn't say shit, you be all over the place and try to tie it all together like, yeah, that's what you said. That's not what you said. That's not what I said. Okay. That, but that's not what I said. I just said, I, I just you, gave you a You just said it now. But in the beginning, you were all over the fucking place. Because you aren't present. I went with the argument that you gave. Okay. And I broke it down why that doesn't work. I can't wait for these emails. Oh, I can't wait for these motherfucking emails. Whew. I know I'm not crazy, dude. I know I'm not fucking crazy. Okay. 
You, you, you know, I'm, I'm telling you and I presented to you and I admitted to you. Yes, you're right. We don't want nobody to die. Yes, you're right. Nobody should be killing. I acknowledge that. Yes, you're right. We do need stronger gun laws and certain things put in place. I said all that. But I also said when it comes to these mass shootings, statistically, who's most responsible? So therefore, if I'm a parent, if I'm a black person, because these black people get shot up, if I'm an office worker, if I know that the majority of these people that are doing this are white guys, yes, please put the laws into place for everybody. But God damn it, do something to look at them a little bit closer. That's what I said. And you and you popped up with how crazy that is because most shootings across the board are not done by this or what we don't know because the media and blah, blah, blah. That's what you went to. No, I answered the questions that you were making at the time or the things that you're proposing at the time. My point is gun violence across the board. You talked about Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof used a regular gun, handgun. He could have got that gun anywhere. Okay, this, Would you have been able to stop him like you could stop anyone else? This is where you get cute. Because now you want to go, well, he didn't use an AR-15. He used a regular handgun. Therefore, does it matter what kind of gun he used? Of course not. The bottom line is he killed nine people. But who was the person that killed him? Wasn't Asian, wasn't black, wasn't Hispanic. I don't give a fuck about the gun. The fact of the matter is the killings are being done by a specific profile. And my point is... That guy right there, you're never going to stop a racist white dude from doing what he does. That's my point. My other point is, if you want to look at white guys who are doing these mass killings, look at what they use. Because you said they're, you yourself said they're buying them at stores, correct? Like yeah. this glass guy. Look at what they're purchasing. If you look at what you're purchasing, you are finding your white guy. Okay, so let me retract that. Whether it's an AR-15 or whether it's a handgun, whatever kind of gun. The gun's going to do the same thing, kill. Then at that point, I'm concerned with who's doing this. It ain't Asians. It can be, and it has been, but come on. Okay. It, black, DC sniper, anything, anybody's capable, but statistically, it ain't us. It ain't Hispanics. It's who. Okay. And so while we will go... We need stronger gun laws. <clears throat> yes, we need change in that. Yes, 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 yes. But still, the people pulling the trigger. We and, cannot ignore that. And my point is, if you take a Dylan Roof, <clears throat> and I'm going to say this one more time this way, I can't stop a, a racist a racist person from doing what what he did. I cannot stop that. And if like when you said guns and gun violence and guns, can anybody can get a gun? I can't stop that. Because they can get a gun illegally just as legally. But if you want to stop, and you said white guys, let's be specific. You said white guys go to gun stores and buy them legally. The way to stop white guys who would do these crimes is to you focus on what they're buying. Once they buy that, or when they're trying to buy that, that's the guy you're preventing from getting it. That's the gun law. You asked me for the solution. I'm trying to come up with a solution, not just do we need to. Okay, here's, here's the difference in my argument with you. White guys need to be looked at. Here's the way you can look at white guys. That's the difference between our argument. That's the difference in our argument. This is the way that you find the white guys. Yours is white guys need to be looked at. I'm giving you the way to get them. Okay, so when I said white guys need to be looked at, 
and you're saying, this is how you get the white guys. Now you're telling me what I need to hear. When I simply said we need to look at white guys, you were in such denial of that period. Because if you just do it by, like, what I'm trying to tell you is you can't create a law that white guys get looked at. What I'm saying is if you create any kind of law, they're going to tell you. And this is, when I argue, I argue the point, not my, not any perspective that you're having or whatever we're having. Gun violence in America is across the board. Gun violence is across the board. But when you say mass shooters and you say white guys, I'm saying, what is the weapon that they're using? They're using automatic weapons. People already have talked about this over and over and we're not doing anything about the sure laws. I understand you. So you're telling me that it's wrong to try to pinpoint certain laws specifically for white guys. I think it's wrong to pinpoint any law specifically for any person. Okay, but they do it for us. Racial profiling. Shouldn't they happen. They do it. Should. Okay, so. But it does. Okay, so let's, let me. So wait a minute. Okay. Wait yeah, a minute. I'll let you, I'll let you do your whole thing. And then no, they ain't my it. whole thing. Yeah, I'm going. Because okay. this is what pisses me off. Go ahead. So when, when, when the system creates unfair laws and punishment to profile and treat us a certain way, undeservedly so. For whatever think they're, they're whatever they think they're protecting themselves from, why can't we do that same thing when we actually have proof that we're being slaughtered by these guys? Okay. Why can't we do that? As soon as you're ready, uh, I'm ready. Okay. Why can't we do that? Because laws shouldn't aren't created this shouldn't be created this way ever. And when they are created this way, they get removed. So let me ask you this: So you brought up Chicago and gun violence. So should every black guy who walks down the street in Chicago be able to be stopped and frisked by a, uh, by a cop? Because he's possibly and shows more potential in that area to be of, of uh, have a gun. No, but we know why they're doing it, though. But we they know why they're doing it. But though. they shouldn't have a gun. They shouldn't. shouldn't but, but we know why. Police shouldn't be able to do that, though, right? You don't want police to do that. We don't make up laws to make us weaker. We make laws to uplift. You know, it's I find it funny and convenient that all the things that should be done the right way should be done the right way when it comes to everyone, including white people. But the laws that have actually existed to fuck with us have been going on since forever. And you will say, shouldn't be the case, but it is. It is. It is the case. Right. And you have to remove <clears throat> How those unfortunate laws. that no. we're always the one on that end. You have to remove those laws. And I, I know I don't what give me the law that you think needs to be removed right now. What's the law? For whom? For black people in America, what's the law? Any, 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 anything that's that's uh, a distreatment of black people or an unfair just system. And do you think any, any, and do you think anybody would disagree with that? Depends. It, there, I'm sure there are some people. Uh, I'm sure there are. I'm going to give you that right. for sure. Uh, but to your theory, have they been removed? They should. They, 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 should, should no, no, no. Should, there should be always should be, should an be. approach to make all laws more fair. So are black people still getting this, getting uh, 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 harsher punishment sentences for committing the same crimes as white guys? Has that been removed? Honestly, I'm going to tell you, I would say that you'd have to go to each state. And I think some states have done a better job than others. But punishment comes from the state. They don't come from the federal. The federal <laughs> government, I don't think, has done a very good job at all. But the state level, when you go on the state level, uh, they've done a better job. But no, no, let me, let me, I'm sorry. The state level, depending on which state, some states have done a better job. 
than other states. But when federal when federal laws came in and said things like, and this is specifically for black people, powdered cocaine only got you so many months in jail and rock cocaine got you years in jail. That was specifically aimed at the black community. Mm-hmm. So that would be an example that I would say that you would actually say that has to be removed. And I, and for the most part, it has been removed. Okay. For the most part. As far, I, I mean, but you don't know because we got to go state by state or case by case. No, no, that's a federal law. Okay. There's a difference between federal and state. Laws are created by the state. Federal makes a mandatory that goes across the board. And when federal laws go over the state, it causes, there's always issues. And I could, we'd have to look these up. I don't have all the answers in my head. Right. Okay. It's been a minute since we got heavy in the race, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. Oh, it feels good to be home. All right. But we still haven't answered the question. What do you, what would you do? Do you just, is that enough? Is that enough looking at white guys? Will that stop it? Listen, if you want me to give me my real answer, yeah. I don't think any white person should be allowed to have a gun. That's a fair answer. Any. Do you think any black people should have guns? Yes. So black people should have guns. White people shouldn't why have guns. Why do you think we should have guns? No, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm asking you. I'm why, asking you. Why do you. Why do I think we should have guns? Yeah. Why, why do you think white people shouldn't have guns and black people should? Because black people need to protect themselves. Okay. And when you, when you, when you can march down, when you can jog in a neighborhood and be shot down like a dog, uh, a la Arbery, he should have had a gun. Uh, I'm I'm not denying it. Okay, so but there now you let go. me ask you this question. When you say violence, gun violence, most white people are killed by white people, correct? Yeah. And most black people are killed by black people. Proximity correct. to where you are. Yes. yes. So how would the white person defend themselves from an illegal gun? Well, if one no white person white person had a gun, but, then but there's no shootings. Il- but people who do illegal activity always have guns. Well, I can't re- I can't I can't respond to illegal shit. I'm just saying. Well, but half of this is about illegal shit. <sighs> Emails are coming. I'm sure that they are. All right, you want to uh, give out some dates? Yeah. <laughs> the emails are coming. What do you think? I'm afraid of emails? No, I, I don't. I, I, to be honest... I don't even think you give a fuck if if everybody tells you that you're wrong or tries to point out where I'm coming from. I'm not saying I'm completely right, but I'm also saying I don't I'm not in Congress. I don't I don't know. I'm not a politician. I don't know how all that works. I don't think you're completely wrong at all. I don't think that you give out any answers. You just say it when you say it should be. That's your thing of saying. To no, me. that's your thing. No, no, that, that's be. what I, when I say it should be. You say it should be. But when, it you, be. but when you give out things, there's no there's no answer to it. But Andy, you keep saying should be with with a follow up with what should have been that is that is now that these are, when I say should be, these are things that we have to take care of in this country that we can do. We can make these changes. Uh, yes, we can. There we go. Uh, we got to bend the justice of light for it because, uh, yes, we can. Uh, yeah, sure. We can do anything we put our minds to. It's just funny to me how, again, all the things that we should be when it comes to white folks is something we got to try to make happen. But yet the shit that shouldn't be for black folks 
is happening. That's because, and I could explain this easy, and this is the truth of it. The country was based around white folks, and everything has to be peeled back till white folks are even with every other race that's in this country. There, that's the simple explanation. This was set up for white folks, controlled by white folks, made for white folks. So now that people have more of a say, and as we, we push forward, we change laws, we change happenings, we change states, we change federal laws. We peel that away so that there is a fair playing field. That's the goal. I, I, and no, I, one would did, no one would dispute that it's unfair. I, I bet you the day that black people are 100% equal with no bullshit or racial bullshit at all, a dinosaur-level extinction meteorite hits the earth. Yeah, probably. I'm not, but, I, but no one is going to deny... Unless they're All you straight niggas up will racist. finally get your chance to be equal and you will be wiped out like the goddamn dinosaurs. But there is no denying that it's not, that the playing field isn't level. And when I say should be, I'm talking about the, the laws and the fact that we should be putting into place and we need to be putting into place and we need to work to put into place. Right. That's my should be. You make my should be as like, I'm okay with just saying it should be and then that's enough. That's not enough. I, listen, I'm the number one person who tells you, I know your intentions always mean well. I know you're always coming from the right place. Nobody's doubting that. What I'm saying is that sounds good. It feels good. It should be, but it ain't. But the way that I also answer these questions is a legal way, not an emotional way. And I don't think a lot of people get this. A legal way. Not an emotional way. A legal way. Meanwhile, niggas are done illegally. But you can't. Disguised under legal methods. And you have to change that. Yep. But that's all you can do. Okay. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. Get on my dates. Uh, June 2nd through the 5th. No, sorry. 3rd through the 5th. We're going to be in OKC Comedy Club, the Bricktown Comedy Club. Um, June 9th through the 12th. We're going to be at Tommy T's in Pleasanton, California. Uh, we're skipping Father's Day, but I will be in uh, Phoenix, and I will be either at CB Live, Stand Up Live, or uh, Tempe Improv. Not on Father's Day, but somewhere between the 16th and the 18th. Um, June 24th through the 26th, we're at Tacoma Comedy Club. And June thir- uh, 30th through July 2nd, we'll be, at Jacks- we'll be in Jacksonville Comedy Zone in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, grind out. A-L-I-M. Wham is the single. Instagram. Uh, at the real grind out. A-L-I-M. Let me spell it for you. Retarded people. T-H-E-R-E-A-L-G-R-I-N-D-O-U-T-A-L-I-M. YouTube search. Grind out A-L-I-M. And the song, I believe, is called Wham. Uh, I like the name Grind Out for this podcast. What, Grind Out? Yeah. Yeah. You really think you bad, don't you? Let's go get something to eat. Because prior to popular belief, I am the head nigger in charge. All right. You already know what the fuck it is, man. That's uh, shit is all right, man. I'm telling you, man. They've been waiting for us. That grind out shit. We got JCN. Back against the wall, I'm on the edge, but I always prevail. This green money run through my veins like plants in chlorophyll. Young niggas motivated by struggle, destined for the mills. And niggas plotting on my downfall, deserve to be drilled. Uh, I only smoke exotic, no, I don't do narcotics. Uh-uh. And if it ain't about no money, you probably talking nonsense. Uh-huh. 
And I ain't got half the designer that y'all niggas got. I ain't got but the kind of jeans y'all niggas rock could have hold half my guap. I see a red light, I don't stop. Or I see something I like, I just cop. See that bitch right there, I'm a pop. You gotta cut a check for the box. I got this shit all swag, my shit on lock. Pulled up in the six, my shit on drop. If niggas want war, that shit gon' pop. She got the dick sucking like that shit on mop. This that grind out shit, this shit don't stop. I got that win, that walk around money on my hip. I got that plan. Fuck you saying, I ain't playing, huh? She throw it back, she know where that money at. It's right here, baby. It's right here, baby. It's right. That's right. That's right. She know the money come right. She, know it. she see the shine on the wrist. The V8 in the window. They fucking, fucking the night. My man got an AR on his hip with a full on the clip. Niggas ducking the night. And shout out my niggas out NYC. You know we ain't checking the night. My man got the back with full of gas. You know that we stuffing them right. Some bad bitches do what shit you had. You know that we fucking them right. We at the club. We bout the ball. You know that that tab was light. Look at them niggas. They over there. They look like they want to fight. I got that win. That walk around money on my hip, I got that bland. Fuck you saying, I ain't playing, huh? She throw it back, she know where that money at. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Aries Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. The test course you said with conviction, it don't mean shit to me! Don't you think you're being kind of hard on the guy? You go fuck yourself, convict!